Hey friends, I want to officially welcome you to 2021. I am excited about this year. Stay Forth is excited about this year and we hope you are as well. I hope you guys had a great break. I'll just be honest, for me, this was one of the strangest breaks that I've ever had. I needed it. I loved it. I spent a lot of time in my PJs. I actually took up a new hobby, which was smoking meat. No, I didn't say smoking weed. I said smoking meat. I actually learned from a friend. I got a smoker given to me. I spent a lot of time um, with wood in the backyard. I actually smoked my first rack of ribs, which was awesome. Something that I love doing as well as building things. So I did a couple of projects with some reclaimed wood, one in a friend's house, one in my house. So life-giving to me. Caught up with a few close friends, um, had a few beautiful days to just kind of sit outside and recollect on what we learned last year, what we're excited about, what I've kind of missed in other people's lives in this strange season. Of course, slept in and had plenty of time with my family to play games and we ate some great food and just had a lot of times to laugh and watch some movies together, of course. Um, but one of the things that I did as well over break was to solicit feedback from a few people who I'm really close to and I, I work closely with. And those were incredibly revealing. So not necessarily the easiest thing to do, was a little bit prickly. I'm sure it was hard for them to write some of that feedback, but was so helpful to me to know here are some of the ways that I can improve as a leader. Here's some of the things that I'm doing well. Here are some of the things I need to make some mid-course adjustments. Uh, to be able to do that. Read a couple of great books, really enjoying Tempered Resilience right now by Todd Bolsinger. I feel like it speaks really, really well to the moment. So that was my break. I hope you had a good break as well. This is that week, that week that we just start running, many of us too fast, many of us catching up on thousands of emails, things that we didn't do over break, maybe feeling anxious uh, this morning as you wake up, feeling anxious this week, all the things I have to do. Starts are really important. The problem is we usually do them poorly. I'm going to talk in the next few minutes about some of the things that we do poorly. I've done some of these things poorly, what not to do for this year, and then hopefully what to do for this year in 2021. And I think we're kind of all asking those questions. What should I do in 2020? What are the things, or 2021, what should I aim at? What are the things that I want to focus on? However, most of us do not ask, I believe, a more important question. What should I not do this year? What should I not do this year? I believe the way to clarity is actually elimination. You can't do everything from last year, plus adding 15 or 20 more goals for this year. And a couple of mistakes, I see three common mistakes that I've made in my life and I see leaders regularly make. And very simply, they are too many, too late, and to do. Too many, too late, and to do. Let me explain what I mean by that. First of all, too many. We tend to have too many goals. We try to pursue this huge list of goals. Maybe out of the insecurity of last year, you think, I have to do more this year. I couldn't reach all my goals this year. We had cuts, we had constrictions, we had things we couldn't do. So that means I am going to put all of the weight of last year onto this year. Guys, we have to move on from last year. It's important to learn from, important to grieve, and I hope you spent some time being able to do that. We have to move in to the future. But unfortunately, we can't do all of the things deep down that we want 
to do. I believe most leaders could cut their goals in half, maybe even a third. And I believe, especially for this year, that less is more. You probably have too many goals you want to do. All the things you want to do, you can't do with excellence. If you lead over a team, you have to make sure you get on the same page this week on a few key things for this year. Make sure not to have too many goals. The second thing that we make, this this mistake we commonly pursue, I mean, I have done it all the time, you probably have as well, is hitting our goals too late or creating our goals too late. Maybe right now you're kind of freaking out inside, feeling the anxiety because everybody else has created all these goals and you haven't yet. Let me just say, guys, if you haven't, this is the week. If you haven't created the goals, this is the week. Because unfortunately, instead of the important, the few things you're going to pursue this year, this small list of goals that you're going to invest in, you're going to get sucked back into the rat race, the urgent, and you're going to not pursue the important. The things that God has put on your mind and your heart and your soul for this year, that your team can uniquely pursue this year, the ways that you make meaning and make change in the world. And so do not come to these too late. Don't wait till February. I would say don't even wait until next Monday. If you haven't created goals yet, it's okay, but this is a crucial window. If we wait till too late, then we often just kind of throw down whatever goals we want to. We get stuck in the urgent and we don't create things that are important. Again, I hope you come in well-rested. I hope you've had some time to sleep in, some time to relax, some great family time. Make sure to build off of that and seek the Spirit this week. Say, God, what should I pursue this year? What should only be my focus this year? How can I narrow down those few things? Get feedback from your team about the things you're going to pursue. Zoom out about this year and make sure you don't miss this critical window, which I believe is the first week or two of January before we really push into some of our default settings for the year. So again, the first two mistakes are too many. The second is too late on our goals. The third is to do. What do I mean by that? Most of us were only taught to create goals of what we are going to accomplish this year. We live in a society based on accomplishment. Many times we feel like we are just human doings instead of human beings. The reality is we need to have who goals. What are who goals? I call them identity goals, who we want to become. Don't just think about what you want to do this year. Think about who you want to become this year. For example, I want to become a slower and more grounded leader this year. I quickly activate, which is good, but is often hard. It's often bad. It often stresses people out around me when I move straight from an idea to be able to activate that idea. So if my who goal is to become more grounded and slower as a leader this year, I have to add some investments to that. What are investments? They're little practices we're going to put in our life that can, with delayed gratification, produce great results down the line. And every investment is based on delayed gratification. Don't forget that. So some of the investments I'm going to have, one of them is to take every new idea through a process, a process that is four steps to realize what is the cost of this, clarify the idea, what resources do I need, what team members can help me on this process. And if I don't have those things, 
to be able to evaluate that I'm going to make a poor decision. I'm going to launch something quickly and then other people are going to have to help me activate and may not have a clear picture of what we're doing or why we're doing it. So that's just my example. Who do you want to become this year? I often hear someone say, I want to become a person of prayer. Great. Add some specific investments to that. You're going to do it on a weekly and monthly basis so that you can become a person of prayer. I want to be a more involved dad. That's great. What are the regular investments you are going to make with your kids to become a more involved dad this year? Pull that dream out of the sky Make it an actual goal for who you're going to become and add some investments. I encourage you to have no more than three regular investments because otherwise we can have so many goals, so many new things we're going to do. We actually can get stuck in those things. So again, what not to do, have too many goals, have your goals too late and only have to do goals. Too many, too late to do. Those are three mistakes that I've commonly made and I see leaders make all the time. Leaders that I'm coaching, friends of mine, and we just live in a culture of excess that says more, more, more. We actually need to eliminate. When we eliminate, we can clarify. And when we've clarified, we get a clear picture. Wait, I can do that. My guess is maybe this morning, certainly this week, maybe the first month of the year, you wake up with this anxiety of, I have so much to do. And if we don't clarify, we're going to keep waking up with that anxiety or at least something gnawing in the pit of our stomach. There's more for me to pursue this year. There there are different things that I can do this year. I can't live underneath the weight of all the things that I didn't do last year. And so if that's what to not do from last year, I want to give you a few things to do this year. And there are two paradigm shifts we talk regularly about it, stay forth, but I believe these are the two paradigm shifts that will be difference makers for you this next year. And the first one is moving from reactive to proactive. We need to move from reactive to proactive. You could spend the whole first week uh, of this year, the whole first month of this year, thinking about all the things you didn't do and trying to replace them. Please don't do that. Acknowledge last year. See it as a point of context. But guys, it is time to look forward. It is time to activate in 2021. We have new opportunities. It's a new time. Maybe some of the things you can leave in the past, and this barrier is a good one. You need to proactively plot where you are heading, who you're becoming, and what you're going to be doing. Again, proactively plot where are you heading, Who are you going to become this year? And what are you going to be doing? If you wait for your inbox, the newsfeed, your social media to tell you what to do, even your team to tell you what to do, unfortunately, you're going to be reacting. And out of that insecurity, you will be doing a lot of things, but probably not the right things. I'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. So to move from reactive to proactive. This is why I use my right side up journal. Exciting news coming soon, by the way, on the right side up journal. You'll hear about that soon. But if you're just reacting, then you are going to end up doing a lot of things. They will feel empty at some point. You won't have the fulfillment. And again, make sure that if you haven't already, 
that you are seeking the Father, that you are seeking wisdom, maybe from wise counsel, from friends, you're spending time with your team strategically saying, what are the few things we are going to do? And then plan well for them. Be proactive at the beginning of a day. Don't let the day and your schedule tell you what to do. Sit down. I open up for about 10 minutes a morning. I open up my right side up journal. Every Sunday, as I head into the week, Sunday, late afternoon or early evening, I open my right set up journal. I look back at the week before and I look ahead ah, and I get to breathe a little bit. That pre-week anxiety that everybody feels to a level, we go, I can do this. Here are the priorities for this week. And I sleep a whole lot better on Sunday night than I used to before I had those pre-week goals. So moving from reactive to proactive. The second paradigm shift that I believe we must make is moving from time management to energy investment. We must move from time management to energy investment. This is a really key shift. If you haven't thought about it in this way before, it's been so helpful to me and many of those that I and our team at Stay Forth coaches. We have to not think about our time as time, but actually as a space where our energy lives. You can create more time. You could not sleep tonight. You can say no to other things. You can skip meetings. But eventually, that's going to wear your energy down. Maybe quickly, that's going to wear your energy down. The problem with a lot of our goals is that we are now making decisions over the break on a pretty full energy tank. We've gotten some sleep. We've gotten some good coffee. We're refreshed. We're ready to go. And we've made all these dreams that we have to fulfill in the middle of that week in the middle of that month, in the middle of this quarter that has a lot going on. So instead of moving to this idea of how many things can I get done, that's based on the idea of efficiency. We love the idea of efficiency in the West, which is about more. There's this belief underneath it that more is more. And I want to say 100% that is wrong. Less is more. Less is more. And if less is more, then we're going to have a few things that we want to do well. We only have so much energy and we want to invest our energy in the right places. Remember, energy investment over time management and investment is always based on delayed gratification. We want to make investments, not gambles. When you gamble, you say in the shortest amount of time with the littlest amount of money, how can I make the most amount of money? That is not what we're saying. As leaders, we are saying we need to be wise stewards of this one life we've been given. And this life is given to us in doses of energy. We only have so much energy to, to live out this life. And with that, being a wise steward of energy looks like asking, what are the right things I should be doing? So instead of asking, what are all the things, how many things could I get done? We actually need to ask the harder question. What are the right things I should be doing? I know that's taboo that we would say, I am actually not going to be able to do all the things I want to do. And let me just say, that is 100% true. You cannot do all the things you want to do. The proper look at energy investment starts with elimination. Here are the things I cannot do. Then it can move to delegation. Maybe I can't do those things, but somebody else can steward those better on my team. And then, of course, the third one, automation. What can technology do for me? Technology can be a huge aid, but it cannot do these things for you if you haven't planned wisely. 
eliminate, delegate, and automate is the path to effectiveness. And effectiveness is about doing the right things instead of doing all the things. Don't ask how many things can I get done this year, but ask what are the right things that I should do this year. Again, there's lots of energy right now. You're coming off of maybe uh, the disappointments of this year, hopefully a good break, hopefully some good family time, this new start, a new energy in these first few weeks of the year. Make sure that you have the right paradigm shifts. And again, we need to move from being reactive to being proactive. We need to move from time management to energy investment. We really want you to invest your energy in the best things this year. And we will continue to talk about these topics. We have some great guests lined up on Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. We'll continue to do some long-form discussions, some questions, some interviews over on our Stay Forth Facebook page. We'll be doing a little bit over on Instagram as well. But please hear this from us. We are not just going to jam-pack you with more things to do. We want you to focus on the right things. I also want to bring up an email that we send out every single week, and it's called Tuesday Tune-Up. What I hear from leaders all the time is, if I could just make a few investments in a few minutes, then I believe that that could be more fruitful. You don't have hours to throw away and to invest every single week. And so on Right Side of Leadership Podcast, we hope to bring you content in just about 30 minutes or so that can change your life, that can help you think differently, can help you examine your life, can help you live well, and hope, hopefully help you live effectively, steward this one life that you've been given. On social media, we have some questions for you to think about, some thoughts for you to think about. And often, we will kind of open up a discussion and ask questions about where you are, what you're thinking about, what you're doing. You can learn from some other leaders. Again, if you're not utilizing Right Side Up, uh, the Right Side Up Leadership Journal, uh, our Right Side Up Journal and our community, we would love to have you with that. And why do we use this phrase right side up, by the way? We believe that it's possible to live right side up in this upside down world. And we want to cultivate this one life that we've been given. We want to live faithfully in this world. We want to live right side up as ones who are living well, who are living wise, who are living a life of discernment, who are well-intentioned, who are serving not just consuming. And those are the kind of leaders that we want to help. If those are your desires as well, please come along with us on the journey again this year. I just want to close with four questions, four valuable questions that I believe can really rudder you in this next year. The first one is what's on my to don't list this year? What's on my to don't list this year? What are the things that you are specifically going to say, I am not going to do that any longer? Spend some time with that. Second question, what are the right things I should be giving my best energy to this year? What are the right things I should be giving my best energy to this year? What are some who goals that you have for 2021? What are some of those identity goals of who you want to become in 2021? And last, what have I been reacting to that I can more wisely prepare for? What have I been reacting to that I can now be more proactive to? Friends, we are so excited for you. Leaders, we are cheering you on this year. You will hear us chirping in your ear about health before impact all year. 
you will hear us saying that it is possible to live and lead right side up for the long haul, to, to lead without losing your soul in the meantime. That burnout is not inevitable for leaders. You can bypass burnout, but friends, we're going to have to make some hard decisions. We're going to have to lead differently, but we are excited. We're excited for you, some of the challenges that you're up against. I know there's a fresh energy this year, but if we could just get you to pause for a while this year, we could get you to pause for some moments, especially this first week, to be able to zoom out, to be able to ask bigger questions about your life, to not just throw everything out out about last year and about the years before and say, I'm going to completely start over 100% and do all of these new things. What are the right things you're going to focus on this year? Friends, we are in your corner here at Stay Forth. We are excited. We're going to continue to let you into life-giving conversations. And yes, we are excited for 2021. But no, 2021 is not a rebound relationship. Don't run out of all the disappointments of 2020 into 2021 with all of your energy so that you in a few months are sucking wind and heading toward burnout. We want you to not only replenish, but to live and lead as God has designed you this year. 2021, my friends, it's time. Let's go. Shine, shine, shine. We ain't focused so long.